0: You're listening to the Fire in a Hole podcast with Richard and Jason, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and a cast.
1: If you want to keep the show free and help us keep the lights on, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes.
0: If you have ideas for the show, we'd like to come on the show, uh, don't hesitate to drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. That's podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hey,
1: guys. Today we've got Kurt James Dexter Kullback on the show. Uh, he talks to us about growing up in Bermuda, and of course, we talk about uh, the Bermuda Triangle, uh, celebrity worship, uh, getting expelled, growing up gay, the lost city of Atlantis, Mel Gibson, John Travolta, Marilyn Manson, you know, the huge. So, buckle up, here come the smooth, silky stylings of Kurt on Fire in the Hall.
0: Bermuda. An island oasis 650 miles off the east coast of the United States. For centuries, it's been a refuge for Atlantic shipping, but the island's waters conceal a deadly threat. Bermuda's name comes to strike fear into the hearts of sailors and earns a reputation as the Isle of Devils. <laughs> Always a bit of a rush to get things squared away so I can leave and make it to the podcast on time. So I went, I picked up some groceries, I got home, I cooked supper for my kids, waited till they came in, checked on them everything, talked to my son and their mom, and then my landlord showed up because for like the 800th time I've had him, I've had to ask him to come over because we have a thing in the bathroom. It's not. properly insulated and so it's like been a fucking ordeal since we moved in mm-hmm. and he's a nice guy but he's just like eternally stupid and it just drives me crazy and he was trying to have the same conversation with me again that we've been having for like four years regarding the same issue yeah and he's just forgetful and he doesn't quite get it and when he, when something doesn't make sense to him it doesn't matter if you provide the empirical evidence he's still sort of still like well are you sure though i'm like yes i'm pretty sure it's been four years bathrooms frozen every year I'm sure I bathe my kids in this fucking bathroom I know it's fucking cold and I know it's not whatever it is that you think it is that's causing the problem of course but everything sort of piled up and I just I lost my shit on it like I didn't <laughs> like pick him up and <laughs> throw him or anything but I was like this fucking conversation again I'm like are you serious are you having this conversation with me again you 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 are we going down this like it's not the goddamn fucking thermometer okay stop with the thermometer okay you're you've changed it already just do something about this goddamn bathroom and i'm just like fucking lacing him yeah and he's just looking at me like completely like "Mm." and of course my older son overhears this and he's like dad no need to be rude i'm like "Shh." (laughs) (laughs) so my son makes me look like a complete asshole because poor kid he doesn't understand what's going on he just hears me like tearing into this little dude and then i left in a huff and i'm like uh oh, shit when did i lose it i should have kept my composure blah, blah blah but now i'm getting messages from my uh from my kid's mom saying like well actually you know i mean was it great no that you lost your shit but now that i talked to him calmly he, we're gonna get all the stuff done now because he's a little you <laughs> lit a little fire under his ass right yeah, yeah. so i we accidentally pulled a good cop back on. Bad, cup, well you yeah. broke the pattern little bit maybe hopefully
2: (laughs) well four years man jesus christ exactly landlords man you have a landlord (laughs) do you you own as of january this year yes nice yeah so have you been uh lucky with landlords or um yeah i would say um i've been here i didn't start renting until i actually moved to montreal um, from bermuda
0: is that where you're from yeah Bermuda. Yes. Interesting.
2: And it just got slammed by a Category Four hurricane today.
0: Oh Fucking shit! Hell. Yeah. This is Lois? Rita? Which one is it? Is it Matthew? No, it's not Matthew. Matthew
2: just just uh, whipped by, but so um, this is Lois. Or this is Nicole. Nicole, that's it. This is Nicole. Fucking um, Nicole. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, I've I've gone through one major hurricane, which was a Category Four. That what, that was Fabian in two thousand and three. Five. What? Oh shit. Five okay. was Katrina. Oh, Katrina shit. was five. So four is bad news. Four is like go in the bathtub. You know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, and Bermuda's pretty used to it. Like we have a we have a pretty cool uh, program in mind. You know, um, first stop is of course the liquor store, and then uh, then you get smart about what. For treating injuries, doing. right? Truly, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Vodka, emotional injuries. No rum, 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 rum. Like that's when you you do traditional Bermudian cocktails. Yeah, I'm super ignorant now. I so meant bur-
1: vodka in order to clean out your wounds. Oh so, sure, you know, that's the closest thing sure.
2: sure. I mean, gone. vodka <laughs> is just there. It's Don't
0: just, drink
1: it.
2: It's no. <laughs> uh,
0: Bermuda, uh, as in the triangle, right? Sure. And because you know, I'm going to stereotype you because I get stereotyped. Of course. So, where is Bermuda exactly?
2: It's uh, in the middle of the Atlantic, about seven hundred and fifty miles off the coast of North Carolina. Okay, so you're American? No, we're a British colony.
0: Still? Yes. So you have a British passport?
2: Uh, it says I I had a British passport, but I'm not permitted to work or live
0: there. Okay. I would have
2: to uh-huh. I would have to apply to become a citizen.
0: Is this the same as uh, Barbados? Is
2: I believe that- it's I believe so. I don't believe Barbados is still a colony though. Okay. They may be part of the commonwealth, but I'm I'm not entirely sure.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So you were born there?
2: Yes, but mm, have only ever li- I've lived there on and off. I'd say half as much as I've lived in Canada.
0: And both your parents are bur- bur- bar- uh, Bermudian? No,
2: Bermudian? my mom is Portuguese and my dad is German.
0: Okay. And from Germany and Portugal?
2: Um no, my dad is dad is is from Halifax. And my mother is uh, was born in Bermuda. Okay. Yeah, but she's but both her parents are Portuguese, and both my dad's parents are German. Fascinating. Yeah.
0: Fascinating. That's some. Uh, that's some. Yeah, that's interesting. So, if you're from Bermuda, then what's what's the population? I'm, I'm so. Oh my God! It's it's the
2: perfect microcosm. It's sixty nine thousand people. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't
0: budge much. Okay. So that's some Iceland. Uh, Iceland type shit. Kind of yeah the sheriff is also the captain of the football team type thing.
2: Um, no, not necessarily. it's not that small. There's a modicum of anonymity you can achieve there very small, but it involves sobriety um, which isn't a big thing on that island. <laughs> is that, what, is that what We're <laughs> all fantastically functioning alcoholics but we're very we take it we, our pace is much slower. And you feel it when you get there. I mean, every time the door opens to the plane when you after you arrive, and that heat wave hits you, it's like Neo in the Matrix. You're just dodging bullets and laying back on the the hot air alone. Okay. Like okay. it's
0: it's like slowing down a YouTube video to point five.
2: Yeah, nobody's in a rush to get much done. I guess well, that get that makes it done sense. eventually.
0: But there's just <laughs> probably a stark difference between like a contrast between there and here.
2: Um, definitely um my dad working there would outsource though when it came to cuz he did a lot of development and within like 5 years he was fed up with uh, the the Bermudian workforce <laughs> and he just started bringing in his own own guys uh, illegally cuz he was just um, getting nothing done um and then, no wait it wasn't illegal it was like just within just within the law like he'd bring him in for like Migrant workers, I guess? No, from Canada. Yeah, oh. he hired directly out of New Brunswick. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's these are the best tradesmen on this side of the country. So English would
0: be the functioning language in Bermuda, right? Yeah,
2: there is. Um, I, the Portuguese population tends to speak in no Portuguese, um, myself excluded. Um, but uh, it's just English there for sure.
0: It's super interesting. I, I don't think I've ever met anyone from Bermuda ever.
2: We have an accent, too. Yeah, I was... I I wish I could reproduce it at the moment. I really have to be around other... It kicks in. ...Bermudians, and then it just, like, comes back. Mm -hmm. Anytime you deal with a civil
0: servant, you better use it. It's the only way to get shit done. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You gotta let them know you're... you're Yeah, I'm I'm from around here, you know? What's, like, a typical saying? Um, Bermudians? Is that how how you would say it? Bermudians? Bermudians.
2: Typical saying...
0: I don't know. It would have to be
2: more like a translation through actual English. Like I, I don't think we have any particular things. We have like words like "bye," and it's very. It's a combination of uh, like um, there's a lot of Br- think of it as British, Western English, and the West Indies all combined into a beautiful slang. Yeah, it's very unique in and of itself. Like compared to like the Jamaican accents or bar- like barbadian accents uh.
0: but it's not a fully different language it's not it's like a patois type of thing. yeah real or not creole but um, it's lazy Asian. though
2: i would say it's lazy anybody anybody you, hears it is like it's fucking lazy
0: <laughs> like abbreviation yeah but
2: i mean it just goes it just goes in line with our our pace like it's just so so laid back um, and we don't have a really form. defined identity as an island like everybody knows Jamaica, you know, there's, there's so many yeah. signifiers for Jamaica, but mm-hmm. Bermuda's kind of got just the triangle oh. to fucking reference it. And it's sure. the triangle that just references it as a point. It doesn't say that doesn't really draw attention to the island in, in, in itself. So
0: is that still a thing?
2: Um, what do you mean? Like, is it? Are things still going missing?
0: No, I mean, well, okay, definitely <laughs> not since that. like
2: World War ii ish like Korean War times, okay, so when we started flying higher. Um,
0: is there a thing there? Is there like a, a climate thing or? A well, do
2: you want to get into that in, in, like big in big picture style, or do you want to like focus? Do you want to leave Bermuda and and, and you, talk a you, bit you more you, about the you, triangle itself? You do it the way you want. I can't call be. myself an expert, but I but based on. I think just based on the, my interests in life, and the things I tend to pursue and study and and lavish in, um, I I think it was Atlantis. Okay. Yeah, I'm That's I'm actually cool. it rings fairly true to me that that was Atlantis, and there's a breach there. There's a, a split. Something something is there still resonating, still um, creating its own fuss but you know we've advanced so 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 rapidly in the last 100 years it's it's not so much of an it's not having so much of an effect on our technology anymore i mean we never used to fly fly at 37,000 feet right that's now standard
0: so flying lower is what created all these weird well cuz we used to
2: well no 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 i think it was just it was easier to affect uh, you know uh, planes and, and boats and, and such in that way I'm not sure I, I mean I that's that just goes along with like the mythos um, of it or yeah the mythos really um,
0: I just wonder about it in terms of like is it still a touristic attraction like do people go to
2: well I'll say this much when you it is a definite stereotype for me because whenever I utter the fact that I'm from Bermuda it's Automatic response. Tell me, thing that the, know,
0: anyway. Tell me
2: about the triangle. Is yeah. that a yeah. thing?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah like uh, see, I was born in Transylvania. So okay, I know a little bit of what you're talking about in terms mm-hmm. of, and my fucking o- right, you know. <laughs> my other half. No, is I've
2: met I've met people from Transylvania <laughs> as well. Like, yeah. and they're just
0: like, I'm sick of that. I'm, the I'm so over it. <laughs> but my other half is Egyptian, so I get like the double oh, double. Jesus header. Christ, <laughs> man! I get the vampires and the fucking pyramids <laughs> the every time. Pyramids. But I just Anything. I just I just I have fun that. with it now. But wait, you get that
2: shit. She gets that shit here because there's enough Egyptians here where you should know better.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, obviously, if you if you're talking to another Egyptian, uh, the, the funny thing with Arabic- No, I
2: mean like her talking to people in Montreal. Like she gets that shit in Montreal. Who she who your girlfriend is no, Egyptian no I'm Egyptian oh okay oh you're Egyptian I thought you said your girlfriend was no 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 okay. she's from
0: uh, New Brunswick but I'm, oh well I'm from I was born in Transylvania but I'm I'm also part Egyptian and then if you meet Arabic people they tend to just When you say like I'm also Swiss or whatever, like "Uh aha, so you're Arabic, (laughs) like (laughs) they just ignore the other the other thing. They're like, oh, that's fascinating. So, uh, who's who's Arabic? Your dad or your mom? Mm -hmm. My dad. Okay, so you're Arabic. (laughs) Yeah. What makes you dark?
2: (laughs) What makes you dark? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Also, being from having been born in Transylvania, but being Hungarian ethnically, Mm -hmm. and Transylvania being in Romania geographically, Mm -hmm. means that whenever if I start with Transylvania when I introduce myself anyone that knows that part of the world assumes that i'm or a gypsy because only people with my complexion from transylvania are gypsies okay well i wouldn't know that if i were a
2: racist i would just assume everyone from romania is a gypsy
0: right no that's that's <laughs> not that's not the case i'd love to say that that was a vampire gypsy. vampire gypsy vampire <laughs> yeah. gypsy yeah there you go well
2: wait the vampire ones are in transylvania correct yes sure. vampire gypsies in transylvania
0: sure and sure. uh, and uh, covens and covens so I, I think you just have to take it in stride and go like yeah okay let's let's see if we can deal with the triangle thing <laughs> In a in a quick no and i don't and mind i
2: don't mind going i don't mind going into it i mean one of the very first documentaries i ever watched was orson wells uh-huh. narrating an 80 minute I, I, it was bizarre but it it was just, it was at the same time like okay it was called the Bermuda Triangle. People
0: couldn't get enough of it in the 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like every other... Oh, yeah, and
2: it was in the 80s because this was when he was fat. Right. You know, right just before yeah, Transformers when he was and death.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, uh, it was Bermuda Triangle, and, like, it, there was what Nostradamus was, remember? Yeah. Every second thing was about his predictions. Yeah. Um, and then unsolved mysteries with uh what was robert his, stack robert stack
2: in the trench coat that trench coat lurking from behind every ambulance and vehicle <laughs> and <creepish>. wall and
0: <laughs> but he was so compelling Ugh. he somehow was perfect to host that show uh we're not clear what the i guess the trench coat provided like a kind of uh
2: well he was always outside and mysterious. it was always at night
0: like a detective thing yeah i think he had a, like a, he had a pretty sharp <laughs> i think
2: he had a pretty sharp suit yeah i think that was meant to be a soon but right. clearly it's robert stack you know right
0: who was i think a bit of a, a bit of a like
2: washed a, up actor washed up actor yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. but it's great i mean think about it that show ran for easily what like 15 years it, i'd say nine nine years less than a decade. that's your feeling
2: yeah and uh if with 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 him hosting it definitely
0: Somebody might have tried to step in at the end there, but it just wouldn't work. No, no, no. no you're used to hearing his kind of signature voice over the, the music, and then, yeah, uh, and that's the
1: voice that you'd hear as you're walking down the street in the, <laughs> in the dark by yourself you know? at <laughs> the last time he was ever
0: seen. But that very
2: <laughs> tense theme song, as well, yes,
0: the theme song was great, very <laughs>
2: discomforting. No yeah, matter
0: yeah. what, you can't. There's no jamming to that. No, I remember like if you play it now it probably would evoke some like nostalgia based um, nervousness. Yeah, or, like,
2: definite anxiety, <laughs> skyrocketing, like yeah. yeah.
0: But I'm just I'm just thinking about how great that must have been for Robert Stack. Like he could literally be just fly in a couple hours before any episode taping hmm. and be wearing like an Elvis jumpsuit or whatever. And oh, just, he's just he's dead. He's long dead. Yeah, he's worm food, man. He's done. But he could just wrap that trench coat over whatever he was doing. <laughs> And they just have to do hair, and that's it, right? Yeah, there's a reason why the flashes use the trench coats. <laughs> <laughs> you could just wrap up anything that's going on. They might have picked him up in a in a whorehouse, on you know, half half uh, opiated or whatever, and yeah. just wrap that. It could coat. be a
1: disembodied head. <laughs> they just, just like, CG them, snap them on. onto the.
2: But how much work did he really have to do, though? It was just a lot of. Um like location shots. Come around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All at night. Yeah. Don't, don't remember, yeah, don't remember him in the light of day on that
0: show. No. Never. No, 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 no. No. No, no, It's like Batman. You just don't don't do it in the day <laughs> yeah, exactly. daytime. But it, it he was I mean, it he was a sweet him. job. Yeah, of course. He would do the narration. Yeah. It's a sweet job though. Yeah. Think about it. Like uh like Drew Carey, who's like he went from having a full blown career to just Choosing to be the prices right host, and he seems happy as a clam. It's mm. not like he got a raw deal. He, he apparently he really picked this job because it's oh, yeah. it's the shit. Right.
2: Yeah, that pops up on one of our screens at work, and it's still difficult to see him there. I mean, I know he's having a good time, and I'm like, yay, and all,
0: but it's odd, isn't it?
2: I I was a you know fake sick at home Price is Right kid in the 80s and 90s like (laughs) I remember Bob and it's not to say that I could never get used to Drew Carey Drew Carey's cool you know I remember a sitcom it was kind of cutting edge for where it was and what it was
0: it was a big deal in its day yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah. and it was kind of an underdog definitely Um,
0: it kind of came in it kind of was the show that was there when the internet age came in
2: definitely uh, when the
0: 90s was getting over itself And they even like I think they addressed it right because his company was some sort of department store and then, and everything went online or some shit. Yeah, a bunch of like .dot com guys bought the place, oh, yeah? and he the big joke became he didn't know what his actual job was. Yeah, <laughs> he'd come in every day, but he didn't quite know what it is that he was supposed to do. Uh, he had a computer. <laughs> this was what the Drew Carey show. Yeah, the Drew Carey show. Yeah, yeah. and then he had Whose Line Is It Anyway, which was i guess another big uh, meal ticket Mm -hmm. which had to be fun because that's again just hanging out with his comic buddies
2: yeah but that's what it was that's what the drew carey show was because you know dedrick bader and uh tall guy ryan oswald (laughs) (laughs) ryan tall Blonde guy ostrich looker Uh uh-huh mullet um yeah there was it was an ensemble of comedians yeah truly like even Kathy uh what's her face the, the Mimi who played Mimi with all right. the makeup and shit um they're all trained improv comedians um and that def I think that that definitely played a role in the, that show's success but sure. whose line was where they yeah, really just,
0: hashed it out just get to hang out with your your buddies your hmm. your graduate buddies and fuck around and that show was funny like I don't even like improv but uh, it was a very watchable show yeah.
2: easy it was it was easily and you you walked away and you
0: felt exercised yeah your humor was exercised wayne brady i think pretty much came out of that too and now he's also on a fucking game show is he really yeah he he it's another one but it's make a deal something like that okay it's another one of those prices right types where the contestants are are the crowd is way too into it like they're dressed as they dress up like let's cows. make a
2: deal was like that where you feel like there's they're gassing the room or something <laughs> with novocaine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the it's really it's uh, it's this whole world of contestants. Just who are these people? Because these tapings must be like when like during the weekdays. It's true. These cannot be people can't, with jobs. They can't have a lot going on. They're
2: all on vacation. They all come oh, yeah, to Studio like City or something. Orlando, where it yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Where it was taped. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, and man. there's a lottery for tickets i think i think you 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 know write in and then there's like you've got tickets to maury or whatever right and then you literally buy a plane ticket to fly to see maury you know wow. yeah like it's not like just a local thing yeah you can like
0: you just phone go in. to sit in the audience mm-hmm.
2: that's how uh-huh. snl works oh yeah and they serve you booze in snl right yeah on. they get you a little that's riled great. up that makes sense yeah. yeah
0: that makes a lot of sense that's always weirded me out uh remember remember all that like little banter that you would get either at the break or towards the end of one of those shows uh like maury or whatever and be like if you want a transcript of the show <laughs> why i'd be like who who's for, doing this for what why? reason <laughs> what why 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 who? there must be some guy somewhere named earl uh, maybe
1: for legal reasons maybe (laughs) some hoarder of us telling you that it's not your baby (laughs) there's some hoarder i'm telling you there's a
0: there's a hoarder somewhere whose house is just full of transcripts of 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 oprah of of uh, dr Mm. phil diane
2: (laughs) sawyer interviews diane
0: sawyer interviews uh just transcripts like why and they're conserving them for future generations Yeah. i don't know
2: my my aunt just kept every newspaper. She stacked them in certain places in her hallway. That used to be a thing, just yeah. in
1: case.
0: Was she a hoarder, or this was just no, like a meticulous thing? No,
2: there. I don't. I wouldn't say she was a hoarder. There was a point, though, where she just stopped buying. She stopped buying things, and suddenly everything in her house was ancient. Um, and it, it didn't seem for lack of money. It was just she was holding on to an,
0: an era okay um, had she lost someone or
2: no i just she she was a divorcee and after like the first decade and not really finding anyone to move on with and becoming sort of a divorcee for life i don't know she paused time like i would she would come over for dinner sometimes and she'd be in like a a cat suit and and the, and you'd be like and then like these high boots and i would be like that's 1979 at, at you know like, fucking Studio 54 70ers, uh-huh. yeah 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 and she was like she was like yeah and it
0: still fits and that's amazing yeah it was
2: fantastic uh, well
0: it certainly at least makes makes it interesting but uh I think probably that generation too a lot more people stayed some people just didn't move on after if their marriage fell apart or if they lost their significant other just just stayed alone, right? We don't see too much of that anymore. People just tend to like still be playing the field in their 70s and shit. Mm. And which I guess is a good thing, right? People feel they can still get back out there. But I guess in that era, a lot of women probably also felt like they were done if they couldn't make the first one work. Yeah, that sucks. You weren't getting back on the market at like 40, which is nuts now. Like it's insane to think that. But,
1: right. Yeah, it's a different world now.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Everyone can get laid yeah according to tinder <laughs> and what is it what's the other one ashley madison <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> yeah that was an interesting debacle is it still going it must be
1: oh yeah it's true i heard that it's going stronger than ever probably that was, like, the ever. best advertising oh ever. Yeah. Ever. yeah
0: yeah there's no what to have
2: everybody's accounts leaked yeah
0: because it, yeah. it went
1: out to every news outlet oh yeah.
0: yeah like i'm sure a couple of a couple of people who um they weren't too careful with their business got burned but overall i think if anything people are like this service is out there (laughs) there's a service for this but i've known about it
2: i i remember seeing late night ads i was gonna
0: say you probably know about it because during
2: snl you know my detroit affiliate advertised
0: that's who buys that air that that ad time yeah
1: you're more plugged in than a lot of people you know, there's a lot of people like, for instance, this, uh, the Uber thing, right? Like they've been screaming, the taxi drivers have been screaming and yelling about Uber. Yeah. There's a bunch of Uber drivers that just started only heard about Uber because people were complaining about it and right. all the demonstrations and stuff. And they're like, Oh, what's this Uber thing. Oh, what's, <laughs> that
0: yeah. what's that? I can make money. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and exactly.
2: that's, that's part of the sabotage because you, it's really hard for a union protest unless you can cripple the city, which they can't, without the people's support. And in this is a consumer issue. And when there's something cheaper um, and more prompt, I guess, I mean, that's my experience with Uber thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, a you nice know, thing. the market has, is not in your favor, friends, I'm afraid you're either going to have to adapt or move on.
0: Yeah. Well, it's yeah, You o- can't
1: just bully your way into uh, people's hearts. Well,
2: I mean, what's 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 the bullying? Maybe I'm unaware of the bullying. All I know is they're they're, you know, uh, doing useless protests.
0: Well, I mean, taxi drivers never had our sympathy to begin with, right? That was years ago. Yeah. Right. They haven't given a shit about the consumer for eons because yeah. they never had to because there was no alternative. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's some there's some good taxi drivers. For sure. But yeah. They, you could, you can tell it was a monopoly, yeah. And they didn't have to change, so complacent. They, they didn't, yeah. yeah, yeah. But there's, there's some bullying that's going on, and like, yeah, they're, they're seizing the cars and they're following Uber drivers around and like, oh really? down their license plates and like.
2: For what purpose? Like, what does to try to stop to them end? from
1: doing Uber? Like yelling at at Uber drivers. Okay, so where are we legally with Uber? A, there's a pilot project that just got put into law and on the 15th of the month, so by the time this podcast comes out, it'll already be in the, on the books, mm-hmm. that they're allowed to do their thing, but they need to, the drivers need to get like a commercial license um, and the, what else? they also need to like pay. Pay some taxes. Pay their taxes, but mm-hmm. like write off every every fare. Right. Rather than leaving it to the driver to kind of Declared on his own taxes yeah, yeah
0: No but that's what's interesting Because at first The government was all like um, Standing tall With the taxi drivers And acting all like Outraged about this Foreign company Coming in and trying To muscle in And blah 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 But as soon as Uber Kind of said Alright listen What's it going to take For us to stay here And they opened up The purse a little bit The The politicians Shut Right the fuck up
1: It was actually going on For a really long time Because we have this Really strong Taxi uh, Lobby Yeah uh, going on, like the union is really strong. So they they set like a, a deadline where they were going to make the decision mm-hmm. and it, like they waited until
0: the very last second. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was like midnight that night and then it was like, okay, now we're cool.
0: Right. Well, they were huffing and puffing though, like the politicians, yeah. I mean, they were huffing and puffing right there and being outraged. But like the second that they came to an agreement, they just wanted a peace. Mm. And as soon as Uber gave them a peace, suddenly the taxi drivers are kind of on their own. Well, you <clears throat> and fuck him like honestly like uh, i don't mean that you know i've had some good taxi drivers but the industry itself like can kiss my ass like yeah. honestly i don't know anyone that has any unless they have a taxi driver in their family mm. i don't know anyone that's uh that's got like you know sympathy for them in terms of like uh enough to to ask the government to sh- to chase uber out of town mm-hmm.
1: yeah and it's not it's not the actual taxi drivers themselves. like there's the there's the ones who own the licenses and those guys uh, either they own it for their own car or which I think is the minority I think that they're mostly like the business people who own a bunch of licenses and then rent them out.
0: That's to, exactly to yeah yeah.
1: So some guy has got a slave away and he has to pay like six hundred bucks or something like per week, regardless of how many days he works. So he's got to work. Most of them have to work like twelve-hour days, mm-hmm. six, seven days a week, mm-hmm. just to be able to pay off that. Plus, they pay their own gas.
0: Yeah, they're they're being they're it, being pimped out. Basically. It's
1: slave labor, man. It's, yeah, it's horrible.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm I can only guess who sit who's sitting on most of those permits anyway. Right. That's so I feel bad mm-hmm. for those guys, but
1: those guys could become Uber drivers. Yeah. Right. The ones who are really bitching about it, and the ones who have the power to actually lobby are the ones who have invested two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for their. Yeah their
0: license i
2: think it's like it's just this it's a quarter mil in the in bermuda as well
0: for 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 a a taxi license yeah what a what a strange standard number for a ridiculous license
1: uh well it's the market that dictated it it wasn't actually the government that dictated it i think they were giving them out for like four thousand dollars uh in the 80s or something okay and they just stopped issuing them so all the ones that are in circulation are the only ones that there are. So people started trading them and selling them ah. and renting them and stuff, and that just got to a point where it's people just own taxi Natural licenses. and rent them out. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, Entire families sense.
2: share them. Yeah, Very likely. Yeah. So
1: those guys are fucked if if like if those end up depreciating. That's like that's their nest egg. You know.
2: Well, did you guys see the Night of? HBO did a miniseries this summer. Um and it was very much in the same vein as The Wire. Have you either of you seen Yeah, yeah of course. Of course. Um, and uh, it was about um a young college immigrant college student. Uh, I think he he was Arab, but I can't remember specifically where from. Um, and he takes his he steals his father's cab to go to a party in the city. He's actually like a, a tutor for um, uh, all the basketball students at his school. It's how he earns extra money. So he's total academic, but he does this one bad thing one time. Otherwise, he's got a clean record. You know, he's a good student. He really wants to go to this this party because all of all of these uh, all of these basketball students have said, "You got to come. There's going to be Ladies. so much pussy there." And To grab. Yeah, to grab. (laughs) Pussy. Um, And so he steals his father's cab and doesn't get to the party because he gets mistaken for an actual cab and and the wrong person gets in there. And it's all about how he ends up getting charged for murder. And you are led on for about eight episodes um, wondering whether he did it or not because that particular night becomes a blackout for all involved and then it's all about how it affects it together yeah. yeah and and then it's it's all about how it affects the different f- families you know his family and his father that cab is shared by two other guys and both those guys you, they're the breadwinners of their f- respective families and it's it's depiction of like a, i love new york TV series, anything that's in New York and makes it gritty and, yeah, and shows up. it right. Yeah. Um, that's what this is. It's and it's thorough. Um, it's even got um, one of the actors from The Wire in it, and and he's a prisoner in it. Um, it was probably one of the richest things I've seen in a while. But that reality was I would I I felt kind of dumb going. Oh yeah, of course, three people share the same three immigrants share the same cab license uh in queens new york like of course of course yeah for me to think that it that it was better for them is f- i felt ignorant at the upon that realization yeah. but yeah it's entire families that own these licenses
0: it's a weird it's a weird situation it's this one of these industries that's just been around for so long and unchallenged that that like when It gets updated finally. Like it's, you know, I mean, how taxi's got to be like the second oldest profession. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Right. Or maybe even it came out simultaneously with the first one because somebody that's had it. to get the <laughs> prostitute to the, to the, to the location. <laughs> even if it was carried among the back originally. Right. So, but uh, whenever that happens, right, that's what you get is like you figure out that it still works in some weird, draconian, fucking medieval way where there's family dynasties and, uh, you know, entire generations. Well, yeah, dynasties slash dependencies. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely dependencies, but the the whole cab life too. I mean, the whole time you we were talking, I was thinking of uh, L.A. as as another town I love. Anything set in L.A. proper, L.A. Yeah, um, like Dirty L.A. Yeah, um, made, It reminded me of Collateral, which yeah. is probably one of the That's best films an L.A. I've ever movie.
2: Seen. That's a true L.A. movie, yeah. and it's underrated. It's super underrated. I think it's got like
0: yeah, like like uh, uh, both of those guys should have gotten Oscars for that role. Truly. Like supporting and main actor. Like well, I if he had, sure. if, if
2: if Jamie had just been nominated for collateral, he would have gotten it. But he was nominated for Ray that year right. too.
0: So was that the same year, yeah?
2: Yeah, it's like which one are you gonna get. But him? I mean
0: Tom Cruise is probably the best role I've ever seen in America. Such a great role. I haven't seen Tom Cruise as non Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's
2: what you want. I don't wanna see fucking Tom yeah. Cruise. And give actually, me
0: something else. He stepped out. <laughs> he, he went grey, he yeah. assumed his age, his look he was still powerful he was nasty he wasn't a good guy and he's got
2: to fight for me now since that fucking all that couch and Scientology nonsense like you know you want my money you gotta you want my eyes I shouldn't even say money it's 2016 like fuck I'm not watching a Tom Cruise movie and paying for it
0: yeah yeah it's like yeah I mean how many more Mission Impossibles are we gonna have to sit through that's it I don't know (laughs) they're probably all great movies Tilly does
2: a stunt that kills him
0: you think I don't know I'm waiting did you hear about these... Uh, That's what'll end it for me. <laughs> did you hear about these hikers in... Uh, uh, where? Where is it exactly that it happened? Um, on the Sugarloaf in Ireland? Oh, fuck, and they ran into Mel Gibson. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. You, did you see the picture?
0: How it's fucking terrifying I didn't even want to
2: go there because I can't
0: look at the man right now. It, but you have to see this picture. It's like I know you've seen him fully bearded, but you have to see the look in his face. It feels like he has this permanent shock face ever since he went off the rails and he's had that same look in his face since then like up from nose up yeah it's that same kind of terrified half crazy look yeah and even when he fully smiles you can just see that he got shook and then he never yeah yeah
2: yeah he does he looks shaken yeah forever he looks struck yeah. I think that's the appropriate And word. you'll
0: never run out of money, and he'll never be, like, on poor Street. So that's not... A, he still has, I think, some 26-year-old yeah. girlfriend now or whatever. I think he just had another baby. But the, just to me, that's such a Twilight Zone idea of, like, just your, your hiking, right? It's in And fact, it's fucking Mel Gibson. You, you're, you're in a place that's the opposite of a place where you're expecting to run into anything. In fact, you don't want to run into anything.
2: I don't want to run into Mel Gibson.
0: But Mel Gibson, like... <laughs> I just like to know it's hilarious yeah, isn't it it's it's a <laughs> l- l- look at the look on his face though he looks like a rabbi ironically Good, enough. <laughs> he's
2: doing his thing let him do his thing
0: <laughs> like I don't wish him any ill but Jesus
2: I mean the fact that we you know we're waiting on a comeback or some shit like w- that we're still sh- shitting on him. like I I hate to get into celebrity obsession but uh-huh. you know we all were kind of force fed his story over the years and why he f- you know his great fall from,
0: uh, from grace. Grace, well, like you don't believe it. You you doubt the. No,
2: I don't doubt the the story. I mean, if uh, I, it, it's hard, you you know, we digest it, thinking, and we digest it as fact. When who knows? I I, I don't know. Don't let me get into yet another bigger right picture right. subject, but but it does still connect. No, to what we're let's about. take the story for what it is. Yeah, let's take the story for what we've heard, what we think we know um whatever he's he's lost his fame whatever would you want it back what is the expectation does he have an expectation of taking back that that torch i don't know do we have an expectation of making him a comeback like we have been kind of programmed to think that you know for every downfall there is a phoenix rising right um and we look at the people who take that fall and then we applaud them when they rise once more. You used to
0: go to Oprah to do that. To sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was all kinds confess, of and then right. PR America medication available. Chance, Robert Downey Jr. I think what's Ugh. fascinating about Gibson uh, is he's uh, just whether whatever whatever it is that happened with him is. I don't think anyone was expecting him to rise again. I think what's it's a shame because he's part of this like pantheon of unimpeachably great they were they were the top of the top they were like the last batch of super they Hollywood were superstars they were superstars one by one we've seen almost every single one of them compromised or basically revealed to be real people right but they maintain these polished kind of quiet private lives for so long that it's almost like they got Three times the judgment when they they finally hit the TMZ wall, you know, at, the, at their in their twilight. Like even like look at it, ja- Michael Jackson, Tom Cruise, who we were talking about. Yeah, you, he's barely recovered from from his debacle. He has
2: to do non Tom
0: Cruise movies, yeah. to survive, and he has to shut up about Scientology. Like, but he hasn't had his
1: fame taken away.
0: I don't think that anyone can.
1: He's gotten Fully. weird though. People know that he, people know these weird after the the jumping on the couch Oprah's couch. Yeah. I think and we
2: we've stopped caring about his persona. We've stopped caring about his sexual orientation, um, which is in just, doubt. Has that yeah, been yeah, about? yeah. The whole Tom Cruise is gay thing. Yeah. Has been oh, I going guess that makes for, sense. Yeah. Like ever. And Come Travolta. on, South Park Travolta constantly well. is go out, out of the closet. Yeah, yeah, I think Tom Cruise tried to sue South Park.
0: Right. Oh, they went to town on him. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And but, Tom, uh, uh, Travolta too. Yeah
2: yeah face. yeah and and it's like well why does it even if Travolta's gay why does it matter and it matters because we were led to believe otherwise in such a strong manner um and that manner was we were force fed that year after year after year of his insistent fame
0: and being such a male hetero icon Truly
2: I mean fuck pulp fiction cemented that if not Saturday night fever you but know It wasn't
1: just that he you know was engaging in uh sex with men he was there was some weird like uh, tricking people into giving him hand jobs and yeah like, yeah, yeah, odd, yeah, yeah, like yeah. behavior like, like
2: fetishistic that. uh like deep
0: fetish stuff yeah, yeah. it or,
1: wasn't just like oh, i'm into guys okay
0: yeah cool. i was it was like more was like, like, like i'm tricking people I'm into so like closeted like, that i'm only can only express it in these weird you would like get
1: massages and then like kind of coerce something I, I, like, I don't I don't remember here's an
0: extra tenor type I don't of thing. <laughs> know. But it was
1: it was something weird you know right it was it was a bizarre sexual behavior yeah. you're right if you had
0: just gone like yeah fuck it I'm I'm bi right. every, it would have all gone away right but again there was a Scientology weirdness and then there was the, was hair his hair his fucking weird hair the constant uh, wigs like yeah it's like, bizarre
2: to see it all you know like it's fact that you're bald and yet you insist upon at the age of What are we now? Sixty-five, John? Something like that. Yeah. These bizarre wigs. Like, what is what is that for you? I want to know what it is for you. And he's shown up in movies bald,
0: so he's done it
2: bald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he just
0: did Robert. No,
2: he just yeah, he did Robert Shapiro just now.
0: But he'll do like a full-on bald movie, and then go to the awards, maybe to accept something related to that, and then show up with a super realistic trying to fool us wig, which is like, (laughs) nobody... Like
2: middle, it's always like the middle part thing, too. Like, what's that? That's very 94.
0: It's very, yeah. (laughs) That's very, yeah. Not quite a mullet, but... The book? Yeah, the book. The book. (laughs) (laughs) Let's call it the book. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But, I mean, it's like, individually, these things are all trivial. But it's just interesting to see how, like, all of the stars, all of the unimpeachable people were um, synonymous with superstar Hollywood have, like, one by one crashed and burned
1: yeah well it's it's a different world now like you get more like if you're a tmz or something you get way more juice out of a scandal right and like kind of dethroning one of the elite i feel like mel gibson was one of the first ones who was like dragged in front of the yeah you know the population and stripped of their fame and like okay we're all going to decide now that you're no longer
0: you're to be shunned yeah, like yeah. A,
1: like the the angel with the <laughs> wings plucked
0: off, sort right. of like I was doing banished the, the to be cling on thing with the when they <laughs> crossed their arms and they discommendation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was one of the first real. It's true, he was one yeah. of the first ones where like everybody distanced themselves, but Can he you, did give me your celebrity
1: badge and gun.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he had You're like done. a bunch of incidents too. That's the thing is he didn't have like this one slip up, right? There no, then there the, was
1: all the. Um,
2: That uh, his with that wife, and she released all those recordings of of him, and he was like this violent misogynist and weird, weird, yeah,
0: violent. This was
1: after the anti anti anti-Semitic, yeah, like a
2: couple like six years or seven years or something. Oh, yeah. So he
0: gets pulled over. He talks all that weird anti-Semitic shit to the cop Mm and racist stuff, and then comes whatever Oksana, whoever the fuck her name was. Uh, Russian mail order bride type of situation. <laughs> and within six months, she turns him inside out huh. um, and all these weird recordings of him. And then, meanwhile, he's also floating his whole weird uh, propaganda, like born again. This is his father's stuff? No,
2: he's always been. He's always been, like, a ferocious Catholic. Right.
0: Born again, though, which is a very different deal.
2: Well, what do you mean by born again? Born again. When is, was he born again? He was
0: born again because he... he born again is, like, a kind of a, a sort of a rehab for for people who did a, a ass-fuck-ton of drugs and alcohol. Definitely,
2: definitely, but he's been... Like, his father, was, his father was, like, a, a vicious Catholic.
0: I don't even think he was Catholic. I think his dad was, like, part of some sort of weird... Denomination Off, offshoot, yeah, yeah, like th- he, he's part of those like uh, uh, Jesus, uh, Jews killed Jesus types, yeah, yeah, like yeah, fringe, fringe. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I think he, so. Yeah, he had this stuff uh, like sort of put into him his whole life, mm-hmm. but he was just never vocal about it until mm-hmm. he became born again, and then he started with the Passion of the Christ, which fucking upset everyone, and then Apocalypto, which was okay, but like he started trying to preach. His father's sort rhetoric, of rhetoric about yeah. like, and I don't know if you've seen the Passion of Christ. I can't. Sit I down couldn't do this it. Film, But I've heard someone talk.
2: I can do Schindler's List either.
0: Yeah, that one was a tough one. But. I
2: was reluctant, and not because I was. I knew it was going to be harsh. It was just okay. I know the Holocaust. Yeah, I'm I know how this goes. That. I'm, I'm, I'm empathetic enough. Yeah, like I've seen enough. Like I've done enough.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I hear. Yeah. You. I don't like movies with like rape and stuff like that either, because of that. Like, if it if it's a it's a plot point, I can I can uh, I can uh, tolerate it. But as if that's the main story, like the story of like some vicious sexual sorry or whatever, like I can't even do yeah. it. Even if they play with it, like uh, House of a Thousand Corpses or which one, uh, Devil's Rejects, something like. Are those all zombie films? Yeah, 20, 20 <laughs> minutes into that. Movie, they started like uh, playing with fear of characters being raped. I was like, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a zombie movie though. No, it's a Rob zombie movie. Rob, Rob zombie. Yeah. Rob did those. Yeah. But somebody, I heard someone talk through passion, like narrate what 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 happens in it, right? Because I can't watch the movie. I don't want to watch it. And I heard someone go like, Okay, this is what happens in the movie, and it's it's in an, apparently it's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. It's a full on very thinly veiled indictment of Jews basically and, mm-hmm. and fully embracing that like the Jews killed Jesus well and
2: anti anti uh, anti uh, is one of the most if not the most delicate topics on earth yeah especially in Hollywood well, whatever, it's anywhere, you know. You even utter the word Jew
0: and people are looking at you, you know. Right. Um, yeah, someone was what saying, did you say about Jew? Someone was saying how confusing that is because if someone's Jewish, they are a Jew, mm-hmm. but it's also like be used in a derogatory way. So Yeah, like it's when, like
2: an either or word, which is yeah. funny to me. So it depends, depends. on the tone, the tone of voice. It's voice.
0: I'll do as I please, Jew. Yeah. <laughs> what? I, I got that actually once. I'm not Jewish, but I got a I'll do as I please, Arab, one time from a crazy person. Oh, really? Which I thought was awesome. Because it, while it, as weird as that was, it's the You're only time in Arab. my life, well, one path, it's the first time somebody correctly identified at least one of my origins. Uh-huh. And it was this batshit crazy guy like walking down the street. And yelling at people, yeah. and when I asked him to leave, he, uh, he he just turned around and very poignantly just looked in my eyes like, "I will do as I please, Arab," and then like <laughs> marched off. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Perfection. <laughs> well done, well done, sir.
1: Usually <laughs> people call me Mexican <laughs>
0: <laughs> all the time. That's all I get is Mexican. But yeah, it's 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 a weird deal, uh, and uh, it's it's also kind of like okay, for for sure, some of these guys deserve to be shat on, like. Uh Like Cruz, after his whole weird couch jumping and all that stuff, deserved a little flack, but it seems now that it's become kind of also a bit of um, pastime to uh, tear down people for nothing well and and the thing is is
2: what what in the end does celebrity uh and the and these uh, forms of entertainment that we covet, how do they really service us, and what is it that we're getting from it? um whether it's like an art house film or a hollywood piece of shit it's it's something we're we're digesting you know but is it absolutely necessary for us and we really do obsess and and ocd over these uh the facets of the entertainment industry a little bit more and it's because it's so much easier to digest anyway because they make it basic they make it about good and bad they make it binary they make it you know two narratives and and, or or one narrative that everyone must go with or it's all very you know it's manipulative storytelling and it's it's it's
0: it's got there's this weird sort of back and forth right there's this extreme worship of everything celebrities do Mm -hmm. even people who aren't celebrities Right, like the well, they're supposed to be
2: our right? templates, right? Supposedly, yeah. But like, there's what, how they act and their attitudes, and like, what they're wearing. Yeah. And, oh my God! Right? right.
0: And but at the same time, it comes hand in hand with this like vicious hate of and envy of their of their social like their their privilege, mm-hmm. and so like the same people that obsess the the same people that will download the fucking Kim Kardashian app. Mm-hmm. and pay for it have
2: absolute disdain for kim kardashian yeah, that
0: exactly how weird is that
2: and I mean, that's
0: and yeah she's made a career of it she must be aware of how unsympathetic she is to like 90 percent of her fans but these people are still obsessed with her it's like this very weird kind mm-hmm. of obsession
2: well it's a definite a, a tremendous manipulation has taken place it uh, i mean I think they're all fucking witches, to be honest. Like, <laughs> they and I'm have not, powers, yeah. and I and I say that as humorously and as seriously <laughs> as I possibly can. Um, it's a coven of witches, you know. Uh, Quite possibly. Who wouldn't? We wouldn't even give a fuck about them if OJ hadn't slit Nicole's throat. You know, like it is that where it started? Yes. There's no other reason they would oh, cause be because the, the
0: dad was called into. No, he's his a, dad was his best fucking friend. Right, but how did that contribute to w- wasn't his daughter rolled out? The whole out?
1: thing was televised. You was have to a,
2: understand that the world was yeah. I remember that my mother quit her job to stay home and watch the O.J. Really? trial. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, the, it was it was an event. I she Miami next Dolphins to Kennedy, <laughs> <laughs> next to Kennedy being uh, assassinated, everybody remembers when they saw that fucking white Bronco yeah. going where down the. I remember California where it was highway. exactly.
1: Yeah. If the club doesn't fit, you got
2: to quit. Yeah, and you remember Judge Ito and you remember Marsha Clark. Mm-hmm. These were names, and they weren't just celebrities; they were characters in a play that we were being force fed on a day-to-day basis. Um, so yeah, Kardashian, come on, and then. You know, the mere mention of, like, when Paris... The, it, I don't want to talk about Kim Kardashian, but let's... Yes, celebrity. Let's not digress no, into but a Kardashian. No, it makes sense.
0: I'm just saying, like, even... Okay, even if we take somebody who's not as polarizing, but, like, just take any celebrity at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, on one hand, there's this really, like, this, like, 800 pictures of, like, them coming out of a rehearsal with their sunglasses and their fucking mocha latte. Sure, and the next article next to it is a bunch of, like, vicious gossip and vicious fuck you, mm-hmm. trying to tear that person down. But, right. oh, my God, we're dying for the next season of show X. And it's, like, a very... It's so, so also a
1: romance with with success in the States. You know, like, everybody wants to be successful. Everybody like wants to be famous. Whole, yeah. yeah. Well, famous Be famous. You'll also, feel better. Right. Yeah. And then, like, also, like, uh, rich, you know, like, the American dream and all that. Like, they have this kind of magic trick that they've pulled off on the population that, where the they'll void. actually vote against their interests to conserve the the, the illusion to to conserve the, the the advantage that the rich have because they're thinking ahead for when they're going to be part of that elite class mm-hmm. oh right okay you know yeah. like that sort of thing like so, we won't okay the compromise the
2: yes the compromise of soul yes I, I'm absolutely on this <laughs> page with you so we
0: won't tear down the people oppressing us because we're we want to become one of those people right because they
1: actually believe that they're <laughs> it's going to part of our path enter yeah. into that into that class but like
0: you know
2: arguably we're all part of a culture of ignorance if we're going to talk about our you know celebrity obsession definitely we're part of a culture of ignorance but that devolves into a culture of indifference wherein we don't care how the drama sways we're just there must be drama digesting it hmm. And, yeah, and we want it to swing. We love it when it swings, and we've been trained well. We've had all of these devices How aimed to make at it us. Era?
0: That was kind of a, a linchpin. Like, that was kind of almost the OJ of our... Of, our, of the last... Yeah, uh, to a much lesser
2: degree, truly. But it captured but the... But Jesus, yeah, it was a but fucking actually, firecracker. What you
0: said made it makes a lot of sense, because the next thing to come along that's even close to that kind of level of everyone's talking about it was mm-hmm. Stranger Things. And those two types of content could not be further apart. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's all part of the Netflix and Die campaign, right?
0: Netflix and Die?
2: Yeah, well, it's Netflix and chill right. for <laughs> yeah. everyone else. But yeah. for me, I'm looking at it as, oh, I get it yeah netflix and die
0: i think people used to be really 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 fucking smart but the dumb ones just out fucked the smart ones that's what i think i think we are all the bastard children of the idiot stone workers of egypt I think at one point there was a master race and they were reading each other's minds and they were free of ego and they were totally honest and they were mapping out the cosmos and behind them, the stone workers just fucked away. Freelance writing.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, I did a lot of travel stuff. I did a lot of um, uh, tech manuals. Uh, you wrote tech manuals? Mostly from previous volumes. I simply uh, had to edit new editions and such. Um, but it needed it all needed polishing. It all needed combing. It all needed... For computers or? Um, for, I think it was just... Uh, I can't even remember. Some of it was for systems. Different POS systems. Um, uh, I can't really recall
0: travel writing a lot of them that's something that's I always found fascinating like how how do people get into that but I wrote about home okay
2: Bermuda um, a lot for, for a blog or um, different blogs uh, I did it for onroute magazine uh, I had a little byline uh, thing in there for a couple of uh, couple of months did you and study
0: writing or this is just something you always
2: yeah I went to Concordia for um, four years didn't graduate um it was uh, kind of a decision at the last moment to just um go directly into writing as opposed to face the last three credits <laughs> of my diploma, I guess.
0: Or mm-hmm. whatever. I, I'm thinking many writers have a similar story, right? There's something about writing that's
2: amazing and crippling Well, there was a break. Um I just I lost my fucking mind. Um I'd been in university for so long anyway. Uh, and there was this grand fight in me to both complete it and yet maintain it um, I was in university for eleven years eleven years yeah and i didn't end up with any you 're not a surgeon <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i didn't end up with uh with any real diploma at the end of it it was just a giant expensive undertaking on behalf of uh, my poor poor parents you know <laughs> so um, you did writing
0: what else did you do during these 11 years
2: um initially it was criminology my dad there 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 was a tremendous push for me to just go to university in so many different ways um i was dying to get out of bermuda um Trying to get as far away. I was. I graduated from uh, a prestigious private school there, and it was uh, a a British hell. It was the wall. British. It yeah. was yeah. It was um, horrendous. We, I had there was a deputy headmaster there who literally fashioned himself to look like Hitler. Wow. Seriously, and and he was very debonair at the same time, like you know, Dandy a noted Hitler. ladies' man. Whoa. Um, and marathon runner. You know. Interesting. Um, so in true, pull
1: off the stash though.
2: It was, it it worked for him, but it just he was. Had the, he had the no, it wasn't like the full thing, but it it came to such a like, and uh, and then it kind of just creeped over the his top lip,
1: like it was like a fade.
2: <laughs> somewhat, somewhat. <laughs> okay, but it was it was distinctive wow. and
0: thinly veiled. Um, yeah, and
2: I was just like, come on. You know come
0: on just go full Hitler yeah
2: yeah yeah <laughs> and and he was almost he was very bipolar in his in his dealings and he doled he was doled out punishments very I know.
0: strangely I don't know it so was in true Bur- Bermudian fashion you you took your sweet time in university I had <laughs> yeah I
2: had to do it I did criminology first I did social psychology second Um. And then I was expelled for suspicion of uh, drug use, not drug, drug use, no dealing drugs, but I was using so many drugs that they just thought I was dealing
0: them at the time. <laughs> yeah, that you can see how they could come to that conclusion. Yeah, did they have evidence, or did they just like, um, like
2: let me let me sidewind then with okay. that because um, it's worth it. Second second year of university. Residence, okay. First year of university, eleventh floor of uh, of an apartment building on campus, and I'm sharing it with four other guys, and one of the and we're all in criminology except this one guy who's in economics, and the I'm sh- splitting a room with a nice landed cop, and within three months there's an altercation, and I brought it on myself. I'll admit that. Um, he was an Icelandic policeman? Policeman studying, studying criminology, c- criminology in, in my university. And, uh, and he threw a chair at me, and, and uh, he tried to th- throw another chair at me while I slept, and threatened to break my neck, and we had to go to student court. and I met a whole bunch of fantastic new people in the whole process, <laughs> and it was uh, it was very positive. Student court was rather anticlimactic. This is
0: like a novel.
2: Truly, uh, my whole life, truly. Yours is, too, I'm sure of it as is yours Rich (laughs) Mm. Um, we're all just a tapestry uh,
0: threads on a tapestry but um so you have your falling out with the Icelandic cop
2: yeah yeah so I moved all over this apartment and uh, yeah this apartment building up and down and I meet all these great people and it's just this crazy like college residence experience of uh, we're young and unattended yeah (laughs) it's yeah marvelousness true like it's it's paradise um when i as i recall it and then second year was even more debaucherous because we lost our ra within a week um for selling pot the research assistant got no no on on our floor in residence oh i see so i moved back into the same same fucking crazy residence and yet and this time i'm on the second floor where the elevator doesn't go right which means security doesn't go doesn't really bother coming around <laughs> there's the name of your show by the way it's the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> the second floor yeah so uh so yeah our RA who's this cool guy ends up getting fired and they don't rehire a new RA Our RA is uh, I don't know what their resident assistant or whatever the, I don't know what the acronym stands for but no they are sort of this student selected on the floor to kind of hall monitor yeah 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 like uh, the go to the the point of contact the camp counselor the so to speak <laughs> yes um, fired selling pot nobody replaced him and suddenly it's a fucking free for all because security doesn't come around mm. and you got a bunch of first years second years third years no seniors are in there of course because seniors are gone forever After a certain while, nobody, none of them stayed. There was a thirty-year-old guy living in residence with a bunch of us, and we're all seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Rock on! And it's like, all right, Clayton. (laughs) <laughs> the OG, yeah, he, yeah, he had he's a. The, he's the wise man. Yeah, he had a job down at the liquor store, and uh, he moved in real hard. Like he had <laughs> a big screen TV, and oh, yeah. he took all the student furniture out and replaced it with like his furniture, and there was curtains and oh, things. Wow. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like I would always walk in on it. it there was an open door policy on the entire second floor, um, because we all happen to have one thing in common: we love to get fucked up because we're young and exploratory and. You know, for Halloween, we all did a brick of mushrooms and it was madness. And we were all over campus and constantly running back in with each other. And after a while, things got bad because that's all we ended up doing. And, you know, there was bulletin boards lit on fire and people pissing in the hallway. And it did kind of deviate into mm-hmm. just... It was not so... It was Lord of the Flies <laughs> and If Everything Just <laughs> Fell Apart and Ended Terribly. Because... um so on the entire floor there's about 24 of us. 6 rooms, 4 people to a room, 24. 23 of us are friends. There's one, of course, ostracized outcast. Of course. And she just happens to be the most horrendously annoying person that you could possibly imagine. And um, we we who live next door to her made the mistake of getting in a war with her or whatever. But anyway, it resulted in an investigation of our floor, and she happened to be sleeping with our new RA, and she spilled the beans, and then suddenly everybody was, like, Mm -hmm. split up, and some of us were expelled, including myself,
0: and... Anyway. This is how all the good stories end. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody snitches.
2: It was... I, I had a... You know, I had that was year two so then i went back to bermuda and i went to the local college there to avoid conscription because there's a military program there i cannot uh, possibly attend which
0: military do you go into
2: none it's just a big brothers program it's not uh, it it, right now they're doing a fantastic job with the hurricane because they're like they're mobilized to like with chainsaws to get rid of shit in the road and help people out of their homes etc so they're useful in that respect but in terms of like it being mandatory i'm like fuck you you know like mm. come on There's leave no me need. Alone. yeah yeah and you you can't escape it from 18 to 35 like from 18 if you're to on 35? the island yeah if you're on the island your name's in a lottery and you get Jesus. called up yeah. it's like
0: a penal penal legion
2: oh yeah and it's 3 years <clears throat> 3 That's
0: years 3 years fucking
1: ugh 18 to 35 you just have to, like stop your life and go and do this
2: Final. um yeah kind of but it's not daily you do your job does have to understand because it's a it's oh. a civic thing oh, so
0: it's like almost like a reservist thing
2: yeah 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 it's your job does have to understand when you have to 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 go like there is you do go to like jamaica and other other islands etc so you went
0: home and you avoided the avoided dark, it draft.
2: completely i had another card up my sleeve anyway but it was my last resort and absolute right. guarantee but i didn't want to use it like a medical note or something yeah yeah it was my it that's was my classic. he's he's on a lot of medication um he shouldn't it's not reliable perform yeah 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 yeah. like i i had my psychiatrist trumpet up and he was happy yeah. to, because he was like it's bullshit
0: that's how my cousin uh, <laughs> avoided uh avoided uh military service yeah well. in europe uh, and that plus back problems that's always a classic <laughs> but apparently if you have flat feet and uh-huh. poor and you're myopic that can be but depending <laughs> on how desperate your country is yeah, that may is. or may not be <laughs> uh, and they
1: might call it all the flat f- foot people yeah flat you're like footers.
0: flat footies yeah. f- flat feet yeah anyway so you managed to dodge conscription
1: well yeah
2: and uh, I went to Bermuda College I did a, just sort of a general curriculum studies and played around at the time um, still in school not my general focus I would have to say like my expulsion was not so much a, 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 a nudge that I shouldn't be here but it was it was just I don't know I, I kept hitting I kept hitting the same road despite just having no fucking interest um, and and yet not knowing what to do otherwise you know um, it was, it was like, you know, take advantage of this time to figure out where it is and what you want to do. And the things I wanted to do in the artistic sense were always kind of discouraged. Um, so you, I you was going strict, after things. Do you have strict no, parents? No, I wouldn't say that. I have extremely liberal parents. Um, but there's always sort of an influence that that they have over you um, ultimately and and that was still at work when I'm in my still you know freshman years etc and moving into my twenties but um, yeah so I did Bermuda College and I did two years of that here and another two years of that there and um, flopped around in a couple of jobs and and had some fun and then finally decided um, to go back to school again and I ended up Going to Bermuda College one more year and then coming to uh, Montreal to go to Concordia for creative writing.
0: Ah, creative writing.
2: Yeah. And it was a v- variable program that I flipped and flopped out of. Like, one, my first year I was in English Lit um, because I wasn't originally enrolled in the creative writing program. It was something I had to apply for um, in a much more competitive way because my first application failed. Okay. So did I did that of from Shakespeare. a link. Pardon?
0: You did a bunch of Shakespeare stuff. Oh well, it's
2: <coughs> It's like fucking mandatory. Like you can't avoid no. it, and it's. I tedious. have. I, I
0: know some uh, some masters uh, that came that issued out of the Concordia lit uh, situation. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah. Like I know a whole band of them. <laughs> okay. One of them being a very old friend of mine, but uh, I know a little bit. I've heard enough about that that to know what the deal is there. So that's. Interesting. Well, the
2: program is lacking in some areas, and. Um, I just was in and out and I eventually uh, eventually was okay and then um, towards the end I just had a complete and total nervous breakdown and flopped right out and withdrew completely inappropriately in a technical way um, which left me open to being penalized with zeros so my GPA plummeted I was formally expelled even my attempts to get back in Flopped because uh, my supporting documentation of my mental breakdown actually um, caused them to to uh, persist in me
0: being you know kept kept from study. So initially, you're a strong student, and now all of a sudden, like it all went down the drain. Um, I
2: yeah, I was uh, I was a strong. I'm I'm very black and white with uh, my interests, I guess. So. I was dropping a lot of courses, and if I wasn't getting A's, I was getting
0: F's. But um, nothing in between? Nothing in between. Okay, okay. So it's it's literally like what you were into, you were you got, went all the way? Yeah, I it, was
2: right? going to class, but I was just like, fuck the exam, or right. uh, I didn't get to that paper, or whatever.
0: So
1: then you got blacklisted?
2: Where? Oh, on probation? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, first year. Second year, I was on probation, but I, then I got expelled. Like, it's like, you're already on probation, you're out of here
1: but the fact that you were that you were on medication and stuff ended up working against you eventually in every case which was the same like plan that you had well it worked it it
2: worked against me in it worked against me in in my first university and then it worked against me in concordia Hmm. um and it's yeah it just it was yeah i shouldn't have been there and i wasted a lot of money but i don't mean i don't know i gained a lot of Traction in life and experiences in life um, I understood what that system really represents to me, which is um, what
0: if you have to sum it up.
2: I Get it But it shouldn't be for it shouldn't be the only option for everyone and It definitely isn't the way that I wanted to learn like Shakespeare great. Yay Did plenty of that in fucking high school like can we move on please? Um, or anything English really like I just came from an English private school I don't need to dip into this you know and it's hard to, to budge with that in Concordia unless you get some academic traction first and you I don't know as a student I don't feel like I should have to work towards that I would like to start with some of that you know but you, you just have mean to that do all very the set in their ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do all the one oh ones and the two oh ones and it's just it's fucking exhausting. It's like, no, don't. It's non essential. If we want it, we know it's there. It was plugged right. into us earlier. We don't need to carry on with it. Right. And that was my attitude.
0: Well it feels, um, it feels a lot of times it feels like cash grabs and things like that yeah um definitely it
1: might be necessary you know maybe somebody didn't have the same experience that you did but they should be tailoring that so that you know if you've already done that or you have the equivalent of 101 102 Mm -hmm. that they not force you to spend multiple semesters just i don't want to have
2: to plug away i want to be interested in i want i want to be
0: interested in what i'm
2: what i'm learning and and it's hard to when that's just, there's no know. real
0: system to accommodate someone who knows exactly what they're they're interested in. Mm-hmm. They yeah. still have to jump through the hoops. It's like and factory farming. Factory farming. But the, 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 the debilitating thing, or not the debilitating, but like the frustrating thing with the, in the academic, academic university system is certain things like it will just not budge on, even if you're like, look, I wrote three books when I was 18 on Shakespeare. Can I get the advanced class right away mm. and just move it? No, no, no. Mm. You have to go through one, two, three, four, five. But on the other end, there's all of these weird backdoor uh, ways of gaming the system, uh, namely like the independent study system, mm-hmm. where that can be something absolutely fascinating, yeah. and it can be complete bullshit. Yeah. I, I, I personally went through what it was, was the mother of bullshit independent studies, where I literally yelled at the teacher to give me a, a, an A, because i was the st- almost i was the parent in that relationship. Mm. the person supervising was a fucking child mm-hmm. and also the dean of or of our of our uh, of our program, which was you know like was not lost on me so yeah that's the thing on one end, you have this rigid like no, 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 no deviation, everyone goes through that same peg, and on the other side, Tom Fullery, right
1: yeah, the education system seems to do a very spectacularly poor job of educating intelligent people right you know the people who actually want to learn right
0: and it also lures intelli- some other intelligent people into becoming uh keepers of the of the vault right and keeping them in academia and um to to like um foster their little kingdoms yeah and crush anyone that wants to sort of question that or there's that whole like tenure or uh, professor incestuous little thing going yeah. on, yeah so fucking boring. It is. It is. It is terribly boring. And and also, there's the whole problem of universities kind of half-ass, having been, gone into the business of technical training. Mm-hmm. They're sort of half-assing the academia part, and and then also trying to get that technical school money. Yeah. Right. But not actually preparing you for the 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 business that is out there. So you. You're- Film, perfect example. You go into film production, right? They'll give you this academic, super dreamy, super wishy, um, uh, like magical education in film, but from 20 years ago. And you're you're hard-pressed to find a single teacher that is fully working in the current film business yeah. and can tell you what the fuck's actually going on. Yeah. And that after all of your dark room, independent 8mm films, yeah. like you're going to... If you want to sell any of this and make a career out of it, you're going to have to sort of get what the fucking industry, right? No, you'll be hard pressed to find someone to give you some of that information, right? Um, but they'll be they'll happily take your money.
1: Yeah, I got into a bit of the same thing with uh, when I wanted to go into like the digital stuff to work online, to work on the web, to understand how the web works, and there's plenty of programs out there but by the time that you actually study your three-year program by the time you get out there like everything changes so quickly Ugh,
2: it's ridiculous that
0: your interests can fucking change yeah but like even so many people the skills are teaching you are completely obsolete yeah the systems are teaching you're obsolete by the time you hit the market
1: completely yeah yeah so everybody who's there is basically self-taught it, it, it became kind of like uh apprenticeship the same way you'd be like a blacksmith yeah you know you you work as the apprentice to the blacksmith that's the only way that at at the time maybe it's a bit better now to work in in like digital web stuff yeah you had to be self-taught and just smart and pick it up and be able to self-learn and keep up with the the latest trends and all the all the changes but yeah they'll they'll still take kids money oh yeah remember when i was in university in cgp at the time, everybody, they were like, everybody going to computer, computer science is going to be the biggest thing ever. And then computer science was like done yeah. afterwards. <laughs> yeah, and in, there was in like a heartbeat. Thousands of, of guys who had just lis- listened to their... Graphic designers, computer engineers. Inju- yeah. You know, the, the guidance counselor and went into uh, computer science. For and not, And then no jobs.
0: I should have smelled a rat because I was 30 when I went back to university. So I w- didn't have the excuse of being like a dumb young dumb like twenty year old who like just is like dreaming of the going into the movies. Mm. I had a little bit more sense. I had a kid on the way, and to a certain degree, it did serve me because when a teacher would try to pull a fast one, I'd be like, no, 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 I no, 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 no. <laughs> I-, I paid for this class. Uh-huh. You're gonna start having to. I I had to tell a teacher that I'm like, I need some material. Yeah, because I know you're fucking around. I didn't say that, but I kind of let him know that yeah, I knew yeah, he yeah. was fucking around, and that the kids in not care for me <laughs> well, I was just like, you know don't don't mess with me all right if you this is supposed to be a class about this, where's the material like you know, but I should have known that there was a stink if any any program that that claims to be teaching you a trade yeah and is not in, hooked into the actual market, and what I mean by that is. Whatever it is that you're learning, if they're not sending you into the field to where the the, the the business is happening and there's no apprenticeships and there's no no internships while you're studying and visits to studios and visits to, and talking with people who are like, "Well, I've got two hours to talk to you about like producing today, but actually producing so right on um, if that's not happening, you are getting fucked. <laughs> because anyone that has time to tell you about that trade is not working in that trade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're sitting on a cushy fucking jo- uh, teaching job.
1: Those who can't do teach thing. or
0: those those who aren't doing. I would mm. I would I would, I would uh, amend that to those who are not doing teach. They might be able to do but they're not doing at this particular time, which allows them to come in mm. and yap on about like you know, have you read this screenwriting book? And you're like, "Fuck you!"
1: <laughs>
0: Where are the screenwriters? There's, sc- I know there's some in this town working with. How come they're not coming in and talking to us? How come we're not going to Mel Studio? How come we're not doing? I know this now, hmm. so I'll be able to stand next to my boys and holler when when I if I if I smell anything. When they hit the university level, you know, I'll be like, "No, no, no, no. you come here." <laughs> I'm already standing over the show a little bit in school because I'm I'm suspicious of the educational system. Hmm. Very much so. Revelations, yeah. baby. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, I don't also, also don't want to be that ball buster parent that's fucking there all the time and like No, what are they called? Micromanaging? Like
2: micromanaging. Yeah, like the teachers the teachers hate you guys. Yeah, what they're they horrible.
0: Called? Those those I, I don't have the time luckily, but there's parents, I see them. They're there all the time they're like literally taking up residence
2: yeah there's a name for them jesus Ugh.
1: there
0: must be some kind of derogatory term
1: <laughs> maybe several
2: yeah they're like hoverers they're uh, helicopter parents yeah fucking helicopter parents yeah yeah i had to tell one off one time and i get it like they're like oh, they're they want to make the system work for them and it's like honey it's broken yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. You went to a school where you nobody listened to a fucking thing you wanted, and now you put your kid into some hippie school where everything can be challenged and mm-hmm. questioned. And now you're, but you're perpetrating like another type of terror. Yeah, <laughs> right. You're just yeah. pushing another stupid agenda that yeah. will woefully, woefully break your your child children's capacity to deal with the. You know, I always say, prepare them for the world that's out there, and not the world you want them to live in yeah mm, I think. it's
2: coaching like it's uh i don't know it's is it prepa- preparation or is it is it like coaching for for a competition And yes i agree the world is ultra competitive um i've it's that's understandable but it's such a that's i don't know i had a relaxed childhood because i said no a lot and i said it not in a like i object way but I said it in a, in a, I'm not just going to go along with everything kind of way. No, I said it in like a, that, that doesn't work for me. Okay. Like, how about no? Like, (laughs) yeah, it's like, no, no, thank you. But it was more like a, it doesn't even make any sense to my world. You know what I mean? Like, it's not Bartleby the Scrivener. It's, it's, it's a very sneery, like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then, I
0: don't know. My, my parents learned to leave me alone um yeah that's another thing educational system doesn't do too well with with like i'm sorry but i just listened to everything you said teacher and uh i don't get it <laughs> not as an i'm dumb i've heard the word i understand the words you're saying but i understand why we're approaching this problem the following way okay well come and see me after class to I me mean, no 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 i think you should explain it now <laughs> how about now how about my questions not have to be exist outside of this class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, I'm just sitting here listening to somebody. Yeah,
1: That's, once again, it's just not tailoring the message to people to kids' varying learning needs.
0: Yeah. Well, what the
2: fuck does lecture? I mean. <sighs> That word is such a harsh word in, all on its own. Like I remember when my third grade teacher used it. She, she closed the door and dimmed the lights. And she said, everyone sit down. You're about to get a lecture. Oh. And I don't know what we'd done, but she was fierce. And I just remember hearing that word for the first time and, and instantly knowing what it meant. Because it meant that she was going to shout at us, right. and which she often did for some reason but even like a, lecturing lecturing light, someone <laughs> we're like eight you know that's
0: a mind fuck right there <laughs> <Make> <laughs> romantic. Yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. the lecturing make it romantic in here before I say <laughs> <that> here. <laughs> let me bring the mood down play some jazz music and yeah. then tear your soul I'm gonna apart.
1: light this candle and then you're gonna get it <laughs> <laughs> yeah the whole that whole Either thing or blueberry or strawberry
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like
2: you're sitting there and you're you're all in rows and you're in auditoriums, and you're just facing this one you know guy, this despot, this controller and and it's it's meant to be this magical experience, but ultimately it's a lecture and
0: there's a huge problem with it for a very simple reason mm. even if the world that these school systems were built for still existed, which they don't mm. right um, even if this this po- post industrial revolution where we need You know, we need workers and we need peons and lemmings.
2: You're gesturing like a robot. Yes. Do we need actual robots? Well, that's a whole other topic. Okay, good. Carry on
0: then. I was just going to say that even if this world existed, Mm -hmm. so that even if the schools were efficient in the sense that the programs actually translated to real-life opportunities once you left Mm -hmm. and this stimulated people mentally, uh, psychologically, physically, etc., you're still at the mercy of an individual. No matter how well that person is trained, if that motherfucker's wife is cheating on him, he's going to give that lecture a different way than he, f- if, yeah. if, if, if his breakfast was on the table. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I brought that point up. And this is why I'd also like to take this opportunity to send a big shout out to all of the fucking amazing teachers that are of course. In, in the system. Of course. Because every time you're like, fuck this place... You'll take this elective, or you're walking to this class, and yeah. there's just someone in there who's like a, this little pocket universe. Of Inner city, special needs, like will just like light fuck. up your soul. Yeah, and well, we've might be. we all had amazing teachers, right?
1: Well, you wouldn't even know enough to be able to complain had you not. <laughs> right, right, <Yeah>. so. <laughs> right. Okay, <laughs> That took me a
2: second there. No, yeah, we're all suffering in the same system.
0: But like when you get when you meet one of those people, who's mm-hmm. just like. You remember their faces, their names, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And they might not have even been teaching anything super crucial. It might have been like a throwaway humanities class in CJEP or, yeah. or phys ed or whatever. But that person like just lit a fire under your ass and you never forgot.
2: Despite them. the sexual indiscretions they made later on in their <laughs> career. <laughs> my school. favorite my favorite teacher was my history teacher and he later slept with a student.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that'll happen. <laughs> that'll happen. Uh, but I don't,
2: I don't, I'm like, okay, whatever. I have no reason to judge you. You know, that was your thing. I'm sure it's all part of your story. And yeah, well, I f- can still fondly remember you. The
0: first, the first <laughs> time I'm I not realized, gonna like your Facebook page yet. It's <laughs> the weird. first time I realized that <laughs> it that's weird. Too
1: soon. it's, too no, soon. it's mean, weird, it's too soon. No, but it's weird in time.
0: The first time I realized that a teacher, <laughs> to like
2: a Facebook page, I don't know. I'm like, no, I'll talk to you. But
0: no. well, you can unfollow now, like and unfollow, so that there's so many options now again and again, <clears> like. So you don't you don't have to acknowledge the person, but you can keep them in your in your vault. <laughs> or just
1: like follow unfollow follow unfollow, <laughs> follow. so they just get like a notification every five <laughs> minutes that you followed them. Right. <laughs>
0: the first time I actually I ever realized that uh, teachers were human. First time was in high school, last year of high school. We happened to have a, an economics teacher who was an otherwise very sort of standard, um, but. He was a young guy. He must have been like my age uh, now. And his life was, he was like a tapestry of choices that were made for other people, (laughs) not for himself. So he would come in the morning and he couldn't help himself. He would just start like just sharing, right? But nobody really understood what was going on because we were too young. People just couldn't... uh, in high school level, you can essentially train your ear to identify what might be on the test and what won't be on the test. And so the first 20 minutes of every class, you could just zone out because he would, under the guise of like, so how was your weekend, guys? And then, well, let me tell you about my weekend. And then he would share this awful stuff. <laughs> he would share this super embarrassing stuff about how he just got married. It cost him an arm and a leg. All these fucking moochers showed up and ate his food and drank his wine and brought him, like, picture frames for gifts. No. <laughs> and how his in-laws were a bunch of Off bastards. the shelves of
2: winners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, the,
0: with the, 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 the placeholder picture. Oh, Jesus. In it, Like, that type of shit. And he's, what a cop-out. And he's paying out $100 a plate to, like, entertain these, these fucking people. But he was just like a little <laughs> Willy Loman in the making, you know? Yeah. And... I just barely had the, 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 the awareness to realize, like, I'm like, oh, shit, these people have lives, man. Truly, truly,
2: truly. These people go through shit. I saw my art teacher fall asleep on her husband's lap on an airplane one night, like we were flying home to Bermuda, and I'm like, yeah, she's she's real.
0: She yeah. sleeps. She yeah, is yeah, asleep. yeah, yeah, she gets, yeah. she gets hemorrhoids she or whatever. <laughs> she, she gets hemorrhoids. She, I feel like that's the my go-to way of humanizing someone is going like that person has some weird itch that they have to put a cream on. <laughs> yeah, that immediately humanizes me. Yeah, or they have how uh, uh, what bad your prescriptions or... say. Yeah, that's why we check in cabinets, right? Do you ever creep cabinets? I feel like this is a for uh, the good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So not being take?
2: nosy, I'm just like what can i use oh really yeah
0: well you've never done it just to get to. like a to no i on used
2: the... to it used to just be a regular like if i was ever at a house pa- party everybody whenever i party. pee i'm just like okay so what do you got or i'm just do a random search where i'm just like i'm busy i'll be right down and i'm going through all the <laughs> really uh, yeah it used to be a thing you, you'd looking for a good time
0: like you'd look through just to find anything that might be of, of use
2: yeah i had a lot of friends with uh, doctors as parents. Ooh, yeah, that's a so like, gold mine Hello.
0: That's yeah. a gold mine. They'd be like, "Yeah, just just use my parents' bedroom." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll I'll be there." See, I did never had the nerve or the interest of doing that, but now I'm thinking back immediately to all of the f- uh, private school kids I went to school with and what a what a ball you would have had at their home. <laughs> cuz half of their the, the reason half of these rich kids were fucking crazy is because their parents were like all psychiatrists and psychologists yeah. and shrinks and stuff
1: like self-medicating
0: it's not just self-medicating but they just had that stuff around the house uh-huh. I remember one kid his he he and if I if I'd been like a edgier kid if I'd had a little more grit in me that would have been a payday. <laughs> Because he literally something like the second time I went over at his house, and there was an elevator in this fucking house. yeah, there were two floors. Yeah. there was an elevator, nobody with mobility problems in the house. Yeah, there was just an elevator in the house. Something like the second day I went over to his house, he, sh- he told me that his dad doesn't trust banks, and he went over to, to, a, to a drawer because he was like, "Let's go get some pizza." He's like, "Yeah, hang on." And he opened this drawer, and it was full of envelopes of cold, hard cash. And yeah. he, just, he just pulled out like a, like a C note. And it, I was such a good kid that it was like, oh, that doesn't look safe, as opposed to la, 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 la. raiding the shit out of it and probably having the
2: time <laughs> of my life. A guy did that at, at at work today. I was like going around trying to break a fifty, and it's like twenty four hours away from payday, right? So everyone's fucking everyone's busted, right? <laughs> it's
0: at the methadone clinic, and
2: I'm like, I just need to break, I just need to break a fifty, and I was. I was taking a much needed Eyeball break from my screen So I was just wandering around Asking anybody And then finally like This fantastic guy who works in sales Is like He's like yeah what you need And and he's like Tell me just what denomination And I'm like I don't know whatever you got I just need to break this thing And he just pulls out this massive fucking wad <laughs> And I'm like looking at him, and I'm going, dude. I knew it would be you. I absolutely <laughs> knew it would be you. It's like, of course, man. And it was an island thing because he's from Jamaica.
0: Yeah, they do wads because that's a rare thing to see people with the, cash. The cash wad. Oh yeah, it's preferred. Yeah, yeah. I just, don't do it just because there's no trusting of banks or. I
2: um I'm not even sure what it is. I don't even try to think about it. I have an aversion to to money and and, and the like. Um I let my dad handle all my finances etc. <laughs> okay. Um and I try to just go like, okay, I try to push the numbers around. Like, okay, tell me what you need, I'll throw money at that, but somebody else do the calculations, please. Um, yeah, I I
0: I could never do that. I could never do the like role of money in my I think Richard, you you you're a little you've got you always always have money in your pocket.
1: No, not usually. No? No.
0: Every time I've gone out with you, you've had like you have like a tiny little roll, like not a crazy roll, but you have like a...
1: No, if we're going out for drinks, then I'll go and I'll, I'll pull oh, some okay. money out of the machine sort of thing. But Richard, I, don't, I don't walk around with a wad of cash. Richard no, pulls I out his leave. money
0: at the corner of, <laughs> on these, <laughs> these days, at this hour. Okay so, it's, okay, so it's just an illusion. Yeah, it's an illusion. I had you down as a guy that always has like a couple of 20s folded no, in his pocket. I got,
1: I got nothing. <laughs> just got keys.
0: All right. Like
2: I'll pull out, I, don't, I never carry cash. Like, yeah, I me either. like The fact that I have this 50 is just random, utterly random, um, but I needed to break it. But the only time I'll ever have cash is for about 20 minutes, which is how long it takes to get from the ATM to my pot dealer, and right.
0: that's it. That's about it. That's the, that's the gauntlet. Everything
2: aspect. else is plastic.
0: And then it disappears, like in the Bermuda Triangle, which you <laughs> wanted to get back to. And I feel is a fitting way to bring this baby home.
2: Sure. Yeah, it's a fucking Atlantis. It's Atlantis. It's shifting in and out of our dimension. It, it broke. It was a paradise. It was part of us. Um, things were better understood there, but it, it came to a very
0: uh, familiar end. If uh, if, Haiti, if Haiti's an example. Yeah. Perhaps. Well, uh, Joe Rogan did did a bit way the fuck back that I, I love. I love Joe Rogan. People dismiss him too easily. They do. He can he can he can wear a little bit. Like he can he can get a little bit too. They can, there's such a thing as too much Rogan. Sometimes you have to like dial it back a little bit. Cause well, I won't
2: I won't do his documentaries. I'll do bits of him. Like like he has his
0: uh, his podcast.
2: Yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He has. I right, listen to that pretty regularly. But
0: he has short. He also has like short sound bites that people like uh, edit out certain certain topics. Yeah, but he did this bit way the fuck back. I think his first Netflix special, which I thought was brilliant, and I didn't know who Joe Rogan was at the time. All right, Mm -hmm. I I was peripherally aware of him. I've known him since news radio. Richard wouldn't stop talking about him, and I I,
2: he had me from news radio. I was like the X Factor or whatever the Fear Factor dude. Fear fucking Factor. That guy.
0: Yeah, his podcast. I'm like, why would you listen to this fucking guy? And then slowly, I got it. But he does this great bit about Atlantis where he says, uh, if you really look at all these uh, things that you find in antiquity Mm. and how brilliant they were, that his theory is that we may have actually as a race started out like super intelligent Uh and fucked ourselves, like literally fucked ourselves out of intelligence because the dumb people just keep outbreeding the smart ones. So we might have started out as these like free-floating mental power X-Men type race mm-hmm. in Atlantis with all these super advanced technologies, mm-hmm. and w- unfortunately, the the monkeys basically outbred the mm-hmm. the brilliant. Like devolving. Yeah, and we're just insta- and we we're f- we're fooling ourselves thinking that we're going up the hill when in fact. We're we're actually just falling further down and trying to claw back our way up back. Oh, up the I'm river.
2: sure I'm sure this theory is runs towards truth. Like you know, we're learning more and more how much of uh, the joke is on us every day. And of course, it could get to that. It's all hysteria. It's hysterical, you know. Yep. Yeah.
0: No, it's interesting. I was uh, looking at this kid. Uh, what's his name? He's a uh, European, of course. He's like 20 years old, and he invented that ocean cleaning machine yeah you know? yeah so yet so bad, i forget he has like a weird name but um. weird to me but yeah he's 20 yeah. and i just and now he's like a superstar and anything he needs like he gets funded because he's a genius and i'm just like how does that fucking happen how does how does it? why is it that just your random kid with not even particularly necessarily brilliant parents would just come along and in 19, he's solving problems that are fundamental to our existence. <laughs> and there's rooms full of of uh, multiple, di- multiple diploma-carrying uh, experts who are optimizing Facebook, right? Hmm. And along comes this 20-year-old kid who's like, yeah, maybe we should work on this plastic bag island thing. <laughs>
2: well, there's we- too many of us. Yeah. Is like, that it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go and, forth and multiply was a rape sentence. Like, that's, that <laughs> wasn't, we're not, that compel, that compulsion for us to all, um,
0: just have kids procreate have kids,
2: yeah. and, and everything. That's, that is honorable, but it is not, non essential. It is not a, obligatory in any way. But even, even I, a same sex oriented male, have that. Despite the fact being the last of my bloodline, which is an important factor you have in no my siblings? conception, I have a half brother, but we don't share the same last name okay. or anything else in that regard. We're very different people. Um, but uh, remind me where I was going.
0: You were saying how, like the the sort of stupidity of the this uh, the the falsehood of the nobility of just reproducing.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's a strange right. compulsion. Like I question it every day, especially now that I'm in mid thirties and I'm I'm you know it's definitely something I've planned for. I've orchestrated uh, different little facets of uh, it's it's like coming. having kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like like having like making it happen. Like because obviously,
0: how would you go uh, about that? Actually, I never never knew what, what's the actual uh-huh. system.
2: Well, I think where I fall on. Uh, the spectrum is a solid male, male homosexual. Okay. Um, I I simply cannot make love to a woman. Um, it's difficult to even think about. But I'm not repulsed by women in any way. It's just simply it's when it comes a, to sex, it's it's, it's men. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get like I used to wonder how uh, how other other gay men could do it and and get there and have kids and then come out or you know whatever the stories that have been portrayed on 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 tv or however homosexuality has been explained to the masses um i never understood how that could be because i was just so as soon as puberty hit i was like hey guys and then (laughs) but i also knew i also knew at the same time i was also knew that i was instantly in danger was, that it, was yeah Bermuda I'm guessing is wasn't just Bermuda concern, it was I yeah. I recognize that here in but I because I was in other parts of Canada at the okay. time and I started middle school and puberty hit and I was like I think I like dudes what what's this and it mm-hmm. feels great and wonderful and but then I you know obviously had to like you know keep it in
0: check because it's oh you had to keep it in the definitely the it was the really? fucking
2: early 90s like come on I it's yeah we've had to just be 13 and be like hey guys i'm gay let's fuck you know it's not like that the the word faggot and fag i think it was fag um that was tossed around a lot rather regularly that was casual talk for Mm -hmm. everyone and even i used it even i said (laughs) years yeah even i said it you know because i was still under the guise of a
0: you know tough talking heterosexual male Um, so how did you if i may ask how did you um keep the facade going like did you date uh, yeah I had chicks but I don't know I th-
2: luckily became horrendously depressed at 13 so the crazy no one's ever
0: said that sentence by the way no one's ever spoken oh. that sentence <laughs> but that yeah. somehow
2: came to the rescue well yeah because in terms of the persona that is perceived in a high school setting um, I was crazy i had i was the first now every kid is medicated in school right i was the only kid medicated at the time at the time of my school this is late 90s and i just was depressed all the time and i wasn't finally medicated until i had my first nervous breakdown which was towards the end of high school you know just before the end um that seems to be when it happens
0: um Anyway, so you're able to use that as a kind of a, a like a distraction to like hide your. Well, yeah, I could keep that up front, and
2: then I didn't have to like focus on anything else. People, okay. would, your weird I behavior was, was explained. I oh, was a okay. I was a smooth smooth operator. Um, I could say that much. I protected my anonymity, my privacy, in a very. Uh, provocative way i was not a goth but marilyn manson was my template at the time was like fuck all of you because growing up in bermuda there was an expectation that i have a religious affiliation in some way and it bit me in the ass almost immediately coming back to live there private school uh 13 transplanted from canada like it just was it was all a bit much and I just said, you know what? I'm not going to let it overtake me and I'm not going to become a shadow. I'm going to do this my way. And it involved a lot of unfortunate story building for years and years that eventually became exhausting. And like it you broke You to keep me. it going. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just didn't want to commit. I couldn't commit. I needed to hold on to something. Um, I didn't want to, to participate in what that world was presenting me, even though it was harmless and fine it was just so vastly different mm. from everything and i was in danger faggot if it, it went from fag to faggot and faggot is said so very harshly there that i don't know it my sexual awakening didn't so much suppress uh how i was at the time it was just i'm a teenager and i'm just seeing the futility and everything that i'm forced to do and it, it's driving me mad. And I hate that everyone around me is like, you know, persevere, persevere. And the words conform conform are being literally thrown around. Like you need to just get through it, get through it, get through it. And why is this necessary? Why can't anybody answer my questions? Why can't anybody that I say, why is it this way? Can't give me a straight answer. Why are all the authority figures unsure of why they're doing what they're doing? that's a sign of danger, and you and I recognize that a lot. But earlier, before high school, of course, when even your own parents say, "That's just the way it is," that's a terrifying fucking statement. It's horrible because you're like Fleming's. Yeah,
0: you're just like if you don't know, then I can't fucking trust you, right? But there's also the feeling that that's the answer they got when they asked if they may have asked as young people. They it's
1: still very unsettling.
0: The, that's just the way things are yeah
1: I mean if you're gonna outsource your decision making process to someone else then well you when
2: Speaking it's even you said Manson. you think of legacy when it's even uttered you think of my grandfather and you might when your father says it then you think you know my grandfather the lottery my right you remember yeah.
0: that video from um, Marilyn Manson he, he did a video based on the lottery which was a f- short story if you took any creative writing you mm-hmm. must have had to read it it's the it's the story of the small town that has the they have like the draw they Marilyn draw names Manson. every year and they stone someone and it's a perfectly man that you fear yeah that's it man that you fear. Okay. that's what it was based okay. on the lottery yeah and it's it's a basically a parable about conformity and just blindly continuing a tradition without ever questioning yeah. and not actually knowing
2: really digest that at the time i knew mostly what he was trying to say but i didn't quite at such an early age, you know, it was 13, 14. My intellect wasn't sharp yeah. enough to fully digest everything that he's saying, but I got the brunt of it. You
0: got the fuck you of it, I got which I think f- what a lot yeah. of young people got out of Menson was the kind of like, fuck you.
2: Yeah, I got that, and I got... I mean, the religious aspect just fucking fit for my situation. And I was lamenting the sudden wash of... Caribbean culture, where it's reggae, reggae, reggae. Love reggae, fucking love reggae. But at the time, I had suddenly, I was immersed in like alternative culture, like fucking the death of Kurt Cobain and what what's the next ugliest thing. And I was literally rescued by the immersion of Marilyn Manson on the scene. It was just
0: it's a bit of a wake up call. Yeah, yeah,
2: like thank you.
0: Yeah, just just pulling like somebody. Uh... Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of that's kind of, and it's sad to see him today, like what he's become. But at the time, he he was an incredibly important uh, voice.
2: He's still got gravity, but he's definitely part nostalgia. And I've been disappointed in the direction of his music. Yeah, me too.
0: Um, it's, it's funny. Just... I had a whole plan. I liked him so much. I was never a huge Manson hand, but like mm-hmm. I remember thinking when he was sort of in this third phase. After the Mechanical Animals, when he went a little glam. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was starting to think, man, he's not going to be able to keep up this bullshit forever. I mean, he's he's going to get up there at some point And nobody wants to see a 50-year-old guy in makeup with, you know, still trying to do the...
2: Unless he keeps it topical. And he didn't fucking keep it topical. That's true. See, with the third album, with Your Realization, right, which was Hollywood, that was his Columbine... Uh, response mm-hmm. right when they all used thought he was the behind it and it right. turned out that it was absolutely not the, the fight case. song
0: and all that that's the yeah, one. yeah yeah yeah
2: that was his that was the third part of his trip ditch that began with his Antichrist superstar mm-hmm. album and after that it was very experimental and you it was exciting but what are you, you're you're not saying anything different anymore It just it's came actually back to the same starting world. to sound repetitive and yeah. dumb you're not being broad enough or no you're being too broad and you're not being specific enough like there's shit going on in the world talk about that you know you got Trent Reznor out at the same time like making songs uh, called capital G that are incredible yeah. so there, about there's George
0: the, Bush exactly there's the, that's exactly that's why Nine Inch Nails and that's why he's winning Grammys and yeah. he's still um, <clears throat> uh, an underground darling but also a mainstream darling yeah right? because he finally got to the fucking point yeah and he he matured his message and his music along with his uh his whole act he's not still running around in uh, fucking pantyhose uh and and feather boas and shit like he 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 parked it yeah he managed to bring it home and his music is still very very strong oh my god it's potent it's very strong it's yeah. very potent yeah yeah no that's that's fucking interesting so uh that's crazy man so i don't know what's 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 your next project do you have a project in terms of well if you've done creative writing and you've done writing uh, did you still do any do you indulge in any artistic yeah. uh, endeavors um, I do a lot of
2: I, I do a lot of writing at work I'm a I'm a curator of a knowledge base and uh, um, various other forms of uh, training exercises and such but um, that's all v- that's that for me is in is an, in a, an exercise itself because that's where I kind of do all my editing and stuff the the Joy is. I love to write creatively. I always use speculative fiction.
0: Um, So you write short stories, things like that.
2: No, not at all. I can't help myself. Short stories are are a handicap of mine. Um, I I tend to blow them up way too big and it's you go long yeah every time so reddit
0: are you posting this stuff anywhere
2: no no not at all i'm reluctant to share it just yet it's it's i've done that in the past and it's been disastrous i've been very disappointed with what i've actually chosen to go out um it's i think i i really truly need to give birth to it all on my own and but you are this
0: is something you want to pursue
2: consistently the pilot light is lit and it hasn't been out four or five and a half years like okay. i haven't i haven't lost the will to keep going it's still there and i make time for it and i have to be insistent because you know you just, just sometimes your job just drains you completely but yes sir you need to be disciplined about it um, mm-hmm. and
0: balance it in there absolutely man well this has been super fascinating <laughs> i don't know how for you richard but it's been uh yeah it's a great time it's been trippy <laughs> yeah. we went through some uh some different places you're gonna have to come back sure and, sh- and talk about whatever you want uh next okay time y- will you do that of course did you have a good time
1: yeah
2: it was great beer my own stash it's yeah, all great
0: it's a good time <laughs> cool man well i don't see any any other reason to uh to prolong this in terms of i feel like this is a perfect moment to uh, call it a day <laughs> Unless there's anything else you want to talk about, uh,
2: no. I mean, if you, if this is it, you've, you've yeah. It
0: doesn't have to be, is what I'm saying. So oh, yeah, we can do whatever we want. Exactly. This we could go for another three hours if you want. It's just all it's up to you. If there's anything else you want to get off your chest. Well, what the fuck were we talking about? The Bermuda Triangle, motherfucker. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Atlantis. Atlantis. Okay. Well,
2: no, but the, it's the, it's in the perfect place, like a lot of people dismiss Pangea. fine whatever it but if you really i mean come on it's the missing piece already and we all have an it's it's if you look at the i'm a big picture guy and i've been saying this the whole time i talk about the big picture a lot it's the only way the only lens i can truly look at the world at anymore it's my 2016 lens and it gets bigger as the years go on um it's my life it's all the pieces i've assembled and i see see things for what i believe
0: they truly are now and what's this big picture you're talking about
2: just in terms of how we work as a as people and how how how
0: it all connects yeah how we
2: understand ourselves in the world and how we misunderstand ourselves in the world and um it's it's an exhausting knowledge i think i was onto it now that i've now that i'm and i think the term that they're using now is woke now that i'm woke oh woke yeah yeah everything oh you Woke. i heard it i I love it luke cage (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hot. It's yeah. sexy. Um, but I can look, you know, t- hindsight is 20, 20 You can look back in retrospect. And those times that I was, that onset of depression was an exhaustion of, I'm keeping up my own facade, but I'm also keeping up someone else's facade by, you know going through the process of educating myself in this horrible system. Going and through the motions, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just going through, like, doing all the have-tos of youth to get me to where I'm supposed to be and, and in Which is not manner. a real place, yeah. No, not at all. Do and, you read? Um, I was an avid reader up until recently. I wouldn't say, yeah, I would say maybe... I have, I've finished uh, God Emperor of Dune and oh that, shit and I took my time with that it's I take deep. my time with the whole series because it's okay
0: so let's do that let's end this let's wrap this up this following okay. way okay tell us about a book that if you know you told us earlier I think off mic that you walk around with USB keys full of full of like content or shows that people need to watch if they. Oh. If you want to, if they want to, like I don't walk around with
2: it. I make it happen. If you're interested, okay. This is your I'm ready. Not, so the
0: scenario a is someone <laughs> goes like, I don't know what to do. Blah blah. blah. You're like, what? Okay, you're I'll hook it up.
1: You'll make them a mixtape. Exactly, exactly. mixtape. Okay, so exactly. Give us That's the mixtape.
0: mixtape. What would be okay? So you get to pick a band, you get to pick a book, and you get to pick a movie or a TV show that needs to go on that USB key to a band w- to woke someone. <laughs> a band, um, or even a solo artist
2: for for what? Like, what's the context? What you have
0: this one opportunity to make just say music,
2: just say to, music. TV to give movie? something
0: to say something to to give something meaningful to someone. You don't have time to explain to them everything you want to tell them, and you're like, all right, I can t- give you a, a band, I can give you a, a TV show or a movie, and I can give you a book title and you need to get on this if you haven't read these and haven't seen these before. They are meaningful. If
2: you haven't seen these before. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll start with ban. Banks. Banks? Yeah. Capital B, capital A, capital N, capital K, capital S. Genre? Um, some will say structurally pop, but I don't know. It's all very experimental. Okay. I would say pop, definitely, but so there's, a, there's, an in, there's an intelligence to it. Um, there's an effort to it and i don't know it's uh, it's sharp it's sweet it's what i feel i needed i've lost interest in music okay. um over the last couple but of years but not banks um, i'm just i've i'll open one eye every now and then and see what's out there and mm-hmm. and but gee. you you
0: went right to banks so that must be important okay book go
2: um well fuck book uh oh I always encourage any anybody to read Dune. I Dune. Think, eh? Yeah. I think any anybody reluctant to read science fiction um should start with Dune cuz it's prophetic. It's it's rich in detail and it it tells a story you expect it to tell, but it it it's an allegory for who we could be and how we're already who we already are. Mhm. Um, it's it a lasagna. Says both. Yeah, like yeah. it's 10,000 years in the future. like, And yet it's we're still doing the same mm-hmm. bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's um, deep, yeah. Yeah, I and love that.
0: TV show or movie? Yeah.
2: Um, the only thing that's stimulating me right now is uh, like um, dramatic criminals like proceed not not procedurals but like examinations i guess like
0: forensic files type stuff
2: no you know what i'm gonna go super fucking hopeful all right i'm i spent the last four months just burning through every star trek variation that was right on created yes and just because it I needed Xanax, you know. <laughs> it's been rough. Like, the internet is our, you know, our, our artificial psychic link. We're all receiving way too much. Yes. Um, and I needed to just shut down, and that was there for me when I was a kid.
0: It very much is a, a man. Yeah, I fall asleep to Deep Space Nine all the time. Fuck no I paid attention shit. to Deep Space Nine well I this is like the 18th time I see it all right I so, fall
2: asleep to Shatner and Nimoy because they're okay. like a
0: lullaby they're your lullaby <laughs> yeah. for me it's it's or all it's yeah. all uh, Deep Space Nine okay cool alright
2: yeah all of those except maybe Enterprise I can't get into that I thing. can't get into that shit. it's either. tough like I'm I'm the, not connecting with any of the
0: weird things. Rod Stewart theme song it's the theme song yeah that's <laughs> it, the whole, part of it Scott Bakula is just so branded Is Quantum Leap yeah yeah, yeah it just doesn't I work. Cannot see him as exactly. Again. You can't and drag because that's what the that's the scarring that we have from the eighties is like every time oh, he leap got into back a, to a woman and drag. Yeah, oh right, and man. he does not not look good in drag. He does yeah, not. He makes
1: a very ugly woman
0: all right well no offense god bacula no offense god bacula um no offense god bacula should be the title of it
2: again with the like honoring of the celebrities like bow bow i'm sorry i didn't mean to offend you even though you're not in the room and we have never even met you see
0: how how and i don't even
2: really know you you could have like a child porn ring or something very
0: likely well thank you kurt this has been amazing (laughs) tremendous this has been tremendous we should do more of this and you're definitely welcome back yeah so uh, all you have to say is fire in a hole. Fire
2: in the hole.
1: <laughs>
0: Bermuda is another world, 700 miles at
2: sea. And the way the people greet you is like a friendly melody to
0: touch your flower in the morning.